Hubhopper Originals Hello, welcome to It's Cricket Show and I'm here today with uh, a very uh, energetic and very very uh, you know enthusiastic team with respect to cricket. I have members from the Fourth Seat podcast. It's Aditya and Mayok. Welcome to the show guys. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank you for Hi. inviting us. We are really excited to be here. my pleasure my pleasure so uh, today uh, uh, listeners we are going to discuss two uh, ipl teams one being mumbai indians and second one being rajasthan royals so uh, let's start off with uh, mumbai indians um guys so what are your uh, so initial impressions about mumbai indians you know you know they are the they always have that uh, neck towards you know losing the matches in the beginning and then coming back uh, in the end so aditya let's let's start off uh, with you uh, mumbai indians uh, i assume that you both are fans of mumbai yeah we all both belong to mumbai so and i have also been like uh, in the first few seasons when i actually first following the ipl quite religiously I think that's mm. when I was following Mumbai very closely. The first couple okay. of seasons, uh, when they had all the heavyweights, like they had the Tendulkar, the Jaisuria, and yeah. then they had, I think, uh, Sean Pollock. Yep. So yeah. I think that's when I was following Mumbai Indians. But ever since it became this uh, Reliance PR machinery, I think that's when <laughs> it gradually <laughs> started slowing down. My interest started dwindling in that side. Yeah, and apart from that, not only is the fact that we are from Mumbai, but also we went to college in D Y Patil, and the D Y oh. Patil stadium is right next to our college, so we have watched uh, I P L matches there for free. So that was a huge bonus for us, and we oh, love Mumbai. Really? Exactly, wow. yeah, yeah. Uh, we uh, we remember when it started in two thousand eight. We watched quite a few games over there. D Y Patil hosted the first. two finals which were held in india like there was one in south africa in 2009 and either either side of that the two finals were held in dy patel actually yes okay yes. okay so so uh, listeners uh, these two guys are from usa so uh, right now they are out of india so that is why you know i'm uh, uh, linking them to india basically um so uh, how is it like in uh, usa like you know in fact in terms of ipl following is there like huge uh, like in terms of at least indians over there it, it, a huge following it is yes um in every major city where you have a large in indian community and yes. es- especially in areas where uh, there are a lot of young uh, students and uh, employees from india um, mm-hmm. they it, it's just like you know an ipl final or a ipl chennai versus mumbai match is uh, like their equivalent of the super bowl So, for example, oh. we have like Super Bowl parties over here where we get together, have food, uh, pizza, and beer, and everything. Um, uh, in Indian communities, especially students and uh, young professionals, it's very common. You know, it's very common here. Uh, it is IPL itself is very common, uh, very famous among the Indian community, and you will notice that we actually stream IPL matches. So, right now we have Hotstar and things like that. uh yeah. in, in the previous years we used to use willow and sling 
and oh. it'll it'll be surprising for you but the advertisements that we get in the us are targeted specifically towards the indian community in the us in the us yeah exactly so that that is how big the ipl is uh, in in the us uh, among uh, the indian community yes and uh, what, uh, the other day i was having a chat with uh, some some guy and he 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 you know basically had worked with icc and uh, he he was you know busy, uh, developing he was in charge in icc of developing cricket so what he when i asked him like what is the usual thing when you guys do before you actually uh, start in some new nation for example like in us where cricket is not so predominant but uh, you want to build up the sport so what they, what he told me basically was that they find the asian folks like indian pakistanis and uh, sri lankan bangladeshis and then they build uh, the cricket uh, uh, enthusiasm and uh, tournaments around them so if you see in usa team as well currently it comprises of many uh, indian born uh, players you know that's correct yes and uh, recently there have been players who actually came to the us as students you know they got their masters degree here and in india they played some age level cricket unfortunately yeah. i cannot think about the name right now but um, they came here to study and they were age level cricketers in india and yeah. you know they they started playing club cricket here um uh, and you'll be surprised sometimes you get big names for example when uh, the bangladeshi batsman mohammad ashraful was banned uh, he used to mm-hmm. pretty much play cricket in the us in the in, in oh. the circuits here yeah yeah so uh, uh, they they rub shoulders with you know uh, retired cricketers or mm-hmm. uh, club cricketers uh, from india and yeah. uh, that's how they proceed in the us level here and they are playing for some of them are playing for uh the us national team mm-hmm. there is this guy saurabh netravalkar who is now playing for the yeah, yeah. if you if you notice like a couple so of yesterday days. i was i was uh, going through usa versus uh, uae uh, yeah uae yeah so yeah usa versus mm-hmm. uae so i i came across netravalkar as well Mm-hmm. Yeah so uh, I, uh I'm sorry listeners we got a bit sidetracked so let's move on with uh, Mumbai Indians and uh, let's talk about like you know how uh, Mumbai Indians currently and how they have been across the seasons so what I feel is initially uh, with Mumbai Indians uh, they usually uh, tend to lose many number of matches but once they uh, find that chemistry in that team then they are very hard to uh, beat very true and the other thing that you'll notice with mumbai is i think they have been extremely consistent with the way they pick their side so they have a very consistent core and they don't seem to move away from it very often like over the seasons so uh, and i think that is part of it is to do with their fan base yes they yes. they want to retain a large fraction of their fan base i think that has a large that that is largely why they do it and very and less number of teams have managed to do so one do the so. other team being chennai super kings chennai so super these kings. teams have yeah. always been consistent with the uh, lineup which they go into each season day in day out uh, year in year out actually so uh, let's talk about the uh, batsman over here so uh, there is even lewis who if uh, plays he plays like you know crazy he just goes berserk and starts hitting everything every out and of course the captain rohit sharma then there is uh, the all rounder who used to play for kolkata but now is in mumbai surya kumar yadav and uh, of course uh, if we move on to all rounders then there is yuvraj singh uh, hardik pandya kiran pollard uh, ben cutting um 
Krunal Pandya. So these uh, these people uh, and of course uh, the batsmen uh, Aditya Tare, Ishan Kishan, and Quinton De Kock, uh, the keepers. So there is a lot of depth to this squad and lot of batsmen who can individually on on their own uh, can win the matches on a on a given day for Mumbai Indians. So in fact, looking at the side, Mumbai can actually have. Uh, 11 which is strong enough even without using their four overseas players in sense <laughs> yeah, like yeah they, yeah they need not even use their quota of four overseas players and yet have a good enough side yeah and then they, but, uh, if i were to uh, you know make some corrections to the squ- not exactly to the squad but the way they have been functioning off late i mean i will want to see rohit sharma open the innings i mean there is no other place where rohit sharma should be batting other than opening uh, last season i don't know what happened he was coming in at number 4 um i will yeah i would i will definitely agree with that rohit i think sharma a, is a part yeah. of the problem is because i think they have evan lewis who is again an opener and i don't think evan lewis can bat in the middle order against spin i think that is one major reason why rohit sharma is pushing himself down but uh, i mean it's a wrong strategy because i mean I, it might be a biased opinion uh frankly in white ball cricket i do not see anyone better than him uh, i agree yeah yeah i mean be it the subcontinent or uh, even the world level uh, so, so there are, would... there are these uh, there are these some players you know who are the best suited ideally suited for opening role i uh, like you know rohit sharma then uh, take for example kl rahul these batsmen when they come uh, to opening they are at their level best you know and uh, if <laughs> i would completely agree with uh, uh, with mayuk as well uh, and um, it it's completely uh, some, for some reason they decided last year to send rohit sharma down the order but uh, yeah he will be best suited you know up, uh, up down up the opening order then Absolutely. it then it brings you to the point then where would they bat say quinton dickock or an evan lewis if they fit them into the 11 i think that's that's where the problem comes from probably they'll have to push surya kumar yadav down and surya kumar yadav then had a very successful season i think that's where they'll have to figure out how they go about so they used to uh, you know uh, there is uh, the host or uh, sort of you know a player who bats out throughout the innings who plays kind of he uh, carries the innings uh, he was that person last year was surya kumar yadav but i think quinton dickock has that capability of being that person so if he comes down uh, if one one down uh, and he can be that person like you know how virat kohli carries india team throughout the innings uh, like the host and holds the one hand and having said yeah sorry to interrupt so having said no, that no, no, quinton no. dickock may not even play the whole tournament though yeah so oh, yes, that yes. that i think could be could actually be a dress uh, blessing in disguise for <laughs> mumbai yeah. i mean i would actually open with uh, rohit sharma and quinton dickock uh, at the start and if uh, on if and when uh, quinton dickock is leaving for his national duties uh, by that time either surya kumar yadav or ishan kishan uh, uh, they might have you know uh, got some match practice and they may they may be again ready to open so yeah, i mean it is a possibility it may not be a great suggestion or an advice but uh, if mumbai wants to uh, break away from the previous years routine they can start with quinton dickock and rohit sharma and you know make those quick 50 60 runs earlier but what do you guys think about yuvraj singh then does he find a place in this 11 <laughs> uh i i don't think yuvraj singh finds the place in the 11 but uh, do you think they'll go that way just for the sake of nostalgia and then 
<laughs> I hope they do not. I mean, I hope, I hope Ambani Junior has learned uh, good things from his previous season, and just being around cricketers, I hope he has learned some cricket. Uh, I hope he does not pressurize the uh, management, or I mean, he is pretty much the management. But I hope he does not pressurize the coaching staff into selecting Yuvraj Singh initially. If things go wrong, if uh, the first choice people are failing, then yes, bring Yuvraj Singh in. Uh, other than that, you know, he can just be uh, uh, a mentor to young players and things like that. But Mumbai seem to have too many of these guys, right? Yuvraj Singh, Malinga, Pollard, Mitchell yeah. McLennigan. I think they have a pool of these players who they are who are just there, and you don't know if that they are fit enough and, to even. That that brings me to the point that. Yuvraj Singh was actually not bought in the first round of the auction. He was he was bought and the in the later stages. I do not know what that round is called. But when uh, they picked players from from the pool of players who got unsold, who went unsold, that's when Yuvraj Singh came in. But he was initially not picked up by any team, not even Mumbai Indians. Yes, and uh, you know because. See, see, uh, Yura Singh is a kind of a player who uh, is like you know uh, absolute necessary for every season of IPL. He be that, that is a different story whether he is a part of the playing eleven or no. But Yura Singh is reached at the final like you know final stages of his career, like how Yusuf Pathan is uh, at the final stages of his career. And these guys are sometimes very useful in the dressing room for from the uh, experience point of view, what they bring to the table. Especially Yura Singh, he's no he has always been good in this t20 format yes lately he has been out of touch and that's that's you know that every cricketer comes across but then his experience i think will surely be uh, appreciable in the uh, dressing room yeah and n- not just yuvraj singh but lasith malinga as well yes, uh, yes that's because remember bumra might be uh, taking a rest after some time i hope he does uh, for the sake of the world cup i hope bumra is rested after a certain point of time and yes. Maybe Malinga can come in and play some matches if needed. Uh, I mean, from my perspective, I wouldn't start with Malinga, but uh, I mean, my strategy would be to bring in Malinga late if needed. Great. So, uh, before if you consider if you uh, have to pick up uh, Aditya, let's let's go with you. So, if you have to pick four overseas players who will you think may be the core part of the throughout the season, who uh, who are those four people uh, players who you think will be? I'll start off the season with say Evan Lewis. Mm-hmm. I, I'll have Ben Cutting, who gives you a bit of both. I think he can do some big hitting lower down the order. Then I'll pick Jason Berendorf. I think he's a good left arm option. Yeah. And uh, Quinton Decock. If once Evan Lewis leaves or if they want to pick an overseas wicketkeeper, Quinton Decock, I'd actually be tempted to not play the four. You know. If the fourth is required, I'll pick uh, Adam so you Mill. Will go, you, you will not uh, have Kyron Pollard in your four? I won't at this stage, no. If at all I need a fourth overseas player, I'd rather pick Adam Milne as a fast bowler. Okay. But not Kyron Pollard at the moment. Because that's, I think they already have Hardik Pandya and Krunal Pandya. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's an interesting you, choice. So, my will, will you agree with this four? Ah yes, um, I I I think I'm I think I am tending towards what what um, Aditya is saying. Yes, but on the other hand, I have a feeling uh, that McLennan has been a very trusty warhorse for uh, Mumbai Indians, right? He has been, he has been there pretty much like four or five seasons doing the dirty work. 
uh, getting wickets. Uh, I mean, and he's a he's a good uh, team person, I guess. I mean, just he from... can be expensive though. That is the only problem with <laughs> on a bad day he can go for a lot of runs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I think yeah. So I will have him in my mind, but you know. Uh, if if needed if one of the overseas guys are not performing that well then uh, swap him for mclenagan yes so uh, there are two guys whom uh, i am keeping i will definitely be keeping an eye on for this season for uh, w uh, for you know uh, my indians one being uh, mayank uh, markande and the second one being ishan kishan if at all he, these two players are in the playing 11 these two have been exciting talent but somehow they have never made it to the top international uh, level but these two guys surely are uh, an eye to keep uh, you know for uh, during this season any final words guys on the uh, f- uh, playing 11 for mumbai or overall i'd go for roughly the same i can very quickly read out what i think would be the final 11 i'll go for sharma lewis Uh, Surya Kumar Yadav, Ishan Kishan, Yuvraj, the two Pandya brothers. Then you have Ben Cutting, Bumrah, Markande, and Berendorf. I think that will be my level. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I would. Um, I agree with that. But I also have some final words for uh, the spinner. You know, Markande. Uh, the yeah. thing is, uh, wrist spinners are the flavor of the season. Uh, start, start. It started with Sunil Narain. uh yeah. you have uh, rashid khan uh, kuldeep yadav yuzvendra chahal these guys are wrist spinners and they uh, can do pretty much everything the captain needs and yeah. mumbai bought markande for the same reason that he is an up and coming wrist spinner but i yes. really hope that the coaching staff has someone in there to look after him because i am not very confident about his action you know Mm-hmm. um his i i i have been seeing his bowling some of his videos are on youtube and uh his his non bowling arm is not going up there you know and he's probably not getting enough drift and you know turn from the pitch because of that so i guess they have someone to look after him uh and he can be a match winner this season i mean he can turn things around for mumbai indians especially in the early part of the season I think he is this rare breed nowadays you have these leg spinners who rely more on the googly than their leg spin I think Markande is one of that kind hmm. so I think their primary delivery is the googly and then they bowl the leg spinner as a surprise element I think Rashid Khan is definitely that way Yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh but you know uh, these guys uh, learned a lot while they were playing because Rashid Khan uh, Kuldeep Yadav they have played a lot of internationals Mujib this someone we forgot her name yeah. Yes from Mujib Afghanistan yeah yeah so you know these guys have more experience i i hope Markande learns from that i hope he makes use of this IPL to you know go one step further Great. So uh, this uh, brings us to the end of uh, Mumbai Indians uh, preview. Uh, if you guys have any questions, uh, if you if your listeners have any questions, anything that you want to share with us, or even uh, with our guests, uh, anytime I can uh, obviously ask your questions to them. Please get in touch with us, our Facebook page or on our Twitter. Uh, I am always uh, available. So when we are back for uh, the second part of this, we will be uh, talking about Rajasthan Royals. We'll be right back. Hi, welcome back, and I'm still here with these amazing guys from the Fourth uh, Seat Podcast. So, uh, before moving on to Rajasthan Royals, maybe Mayuk and Aditya can shed some light upon what they do actually in this podcast and what this whole podcast is about. So, uh, so you guys, Adi, go ahead. I think I'll give you the chance to start here. 
so our podcast the fourth seat podcast is uh, heavily at the moment it drives a lot of inspiration from themes from the 90s a lot of nostalgia heavy stuff so we talk about current affairs sport and our lives growing up in the suburban parts of mumbai Uh, something which is less spoken of in popular culture or podcast i think we talk a lot about that and it's basically a fun take on most popular things you will encounter a middle class oh. quirky take on mumbai life yeah it's so basically it, uh, yeah go so ahead it's me. not only about it's not only about uh, cricket it's about uh, lots of stuff which involves nostalgia basically Uh, at the moment, but it need not always be nostalgia. But at the, the, the episodes which you will hear uh, so far will mm-hmm. will heavily draw inspiration from stuff in the nineties and how we see things growing yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Mayuki was saying something. Yeah, and you know, it's in the end, uh, the podcast is basically a conversation uh, three friends are having. Uh, hmm. Three friends who grew up in suburban Mumbai in middle class families. um got educated uh, in a way which is not very i would say uh, you know uh, outstanding i mean we are good students we were good students but not uh, over achievers or something like average kids from the mumbai suburbs who mm-hmm. had uh, important things in life to uh, think about at that time like playing contra on their video game or <laughs> uh, you know uh, drinking drinking pepsi cola uh those are the things that we draw inspiration from but then uh we are uh also talking about things that you know are uh not traditionally spoken of in podcasts uh for example uh like the mumbai team like for the indian cricket team i mean what mm-hmm. it was in the 90s uh mm-hmm. movies uh how movies have how bollywood has changed how television has changed uh and we also discuss uh, some current affairs uh, and those episodes are up and coming okay great great i will really be uh, excited and i always i i do hear your episodes and i uh, i must tell you i must confess that i really enjoy your podcast as well so uh, on which platforms is this podcast available for just to our listeners to know so uh, we host our podcast on anchor and it is available on uh, every directory that you follow for example uh, apple podcast google podcast spotify breaker overcast uh, radio public uh, your uh, podcast app of choice you will find the fourth seat podcast everywhere and, and we yes and, go ahead and, and you can also keep track of our episodes on twitter always at our twitter handle the seat uh, seat fourth great great so uh, listeners do uh, follow their podcast they are doing some uh, amazing uh, work and they uh, always it's always a pleasure to hear these uh, the three guys actually uh, there are three guys and uh, that couple of them are here so uh, do listen to them Okay, so now Mayu um, and uh, Aditya, let's move on uh, to uh, Rajasthan uh, Royals. Rajasthan Royals is famous for being uh, the dark horse of uh, IPL, and over the years they have proven to be so. In the first year, it was uh, amazing how they uh, were, you know, literally the dark horse, and they came out uh, winning the first ever IPL trophy. Uh, do uh, seeing the squad uh, right now, currently. I myself am getting the feeling that this team is uh, the final top four team. No, they will be one of the final four team. What do you guys feel? 
I do feel the same as well. Uh, and what makes this a more important season for Rajasthan Royals is also from a personal perspective for a lot of these players. So if you look at uh, their squad now, they have Ajinkya Rahane and uh, Steven Smith. I think their World Cup hopes hinge around how they perform in the first half of the IPL. So if they have a good IPL, Rahane might have a chance at making it into the World Cup f- 15. Same with Smith, because we don't know if Smith is fit enough to play for Australia in the World Cup. I think the IPL holds a lot of subplots for the Rajasthan Royals, apart from the bigger picture. Even Ashton Turner, you know, he performed brilliantly uh, in the ODI series. But, uh, you know, upcoming World Cup, I think Ashton Turner will be, this this, uh, IPL will play a key part. Because uh, before we even get to talking about the usual suspects like Ben Stokes and Josh Butler, Mm -hmm. this tournament will be very crucial for like a few of these fringe guys. Rahane, Smith is not essentially fringe, but this season makes it uh, something more special for him in terms of importance. It's like a a comeback for him, right? It's it's a comeback and no one knows if he's fit enough to actually turn up. And then you have Jofra yeah. Archer. I think Jofra Archer could be the dark horse of the World Cup. If he has a good mm-hmm. IPL season, he might end up being picked by England. And and yeah. he could be the X-factor for England at the World Cup. So, I think there are a lot of subplots when it comes to the Rajasthan Royals team this year. I think that's what makes it more interesting. And, and I'm missing Hossein Thomas as well from the West Indies. There are like mm-hmm. a few of these guys which I would like to keep track of during this tournament. So what what do you have to say, uh, Mayu? Yeah, um, I think I think Rajasthan Royals for me is that team which actually showed the IPL that uh, you know fringe people, unknown players from India, specifically Indian players who have not gotten a chance to play uh, international level, ha- can do well, and they, and an IPL can be a breeding ground for those cricketers. You know, remember from the very early seasons, people like. Uh, uh, Ravindra Jadeja actually you know we have not heard I mean we hadn't heard of Ravindra Jadeja but he did really well in Rajasthan Royals and then he was promoted right uh, at that time we had Shane Vaughan who took the lead to you know encourage young players so for for me Rajasthan Royals will always be that team which was like a, a very early guiding light for uh, uh, you know young Indian players so coming to this season I am very excited because uh, they have, you know, specific. Okay, you have good batsmen, good pacers, but then uh, the, for the first half, at least, you have Josh Butler and Ben Stokes. I mean, absolutely devastating guys for any form of the game. Uh, you know, Josh Butler, you know, uh, he's pretty much responsible for England scoring so many of these uh, above 400 totals in one day. Um, so uh, it, he could have a massive effect in the first half of the tournament. Uh, ben Stokes, great with both bat and ball. Uh, uh, I, I'm sure he ha- will have a very big effect as well. But yes, you, know, yes. you just look at the list of all-rounders. They have so many of them. And uh, you have, uh, 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 right, like you were mentioning in the past, you have K. Gotham. Uh, no, I would mm-hmm. like to see him get a chance in the playing eleven. So let's let's go uh, like you know from from the top. So uh, what uh, interesting is that they have some good batsmen who maybe has not performed greatly at the international level, but they have like you know as you said like the fringe player capability. Ajinkya Rahane, Steve Smith we mentioned. Then uh, there is one player whom I'm uh, pretty much excited about is Rahul Tripathi. 
you know he has been performing for uh, local in the local tournaments pretty much uh, every time when he comes out to bat there then uh, there are players like manan vohra who we have all seen how he can be a deadly enough you know when he was performing for uh, kings 11 punjab so these kind of batsmen they hold i think the key to give them some great start yeah um, i mean capability wise um, w- what history has shown in that case yes they are great talent but i am i'm i'm still i i i still ha- i'll still reserve my judgment on you know how good they will come out together you know uh, yes. be- because uh, i mean i'm not sure that's like a gray area for me as of now i will give myself a couple of days or couple of matches to see how mm-hmm. they are chilling together otherwise so in this in this in this raw talent put in sanju samson and joss butler and we have some some uh, good uh, at the top of the order order uh, batsmen even for that matter ashton turner uh, and ben stokes then we they, have some pretty formidable uh, top order over here yeah but uh, there are too many of them i think rajasthan royals is going to have a tough time fitting them all in and in, uh, in a way like the butler stoke situation that they leave midway is actually going to work out for them mm-hmm. i think last year smith and uh, butler and stokes had a really impactful season and towards the latter half of it and by the time butler got his feet in i think he was leaving by the time they got into the playoffs Yeah, yeah. And in the previous season, yeah. and then yeah. they couldn't make it to the finals. I yeah. think this season they have a good cover for Butler and Stokes. They have Turner who can just fill in once Butler leaves. I think that way this season they could actually go right through. Yes, yes. And in terms of uh, in terms of the or uh, uh, you know uh, bowling all rounders like you know like players like Jofra Archer, um, he uh, as you said like you know he can be a very a uh, dark horse going into the World Cup and he has been a proven a T Twenty bowler especially at the uh, death. But what I'm concerned about is um, in terms of especially bowling. No, apart from the usual all rounders like Krishna Pakotham and Jofra Archer, Shreyas Gopal. and shreyas gopal they don't have a bowler who can have a very impactful uh, you know who has proven uh, over the years in ipl specifically i'm looking forward to see oshain thomas the west indian fast pacer uh, to uh, bowl over here but you know who, they don't have a bowler in particular who has proven over the years uh, keeping yeah, aside dawal kulkarni Or uh, I think they invest a lot on uh, Jaydev Unadkar for Jaydev, some reason. Jaydev Unadkar is actually the highest uh, paid cricketer in the IPL, right? This season. So uh, I, somehow Jaydev Unadkar ends up being uh, fetching so much money, and I never understood uh, the reason behind it. It is lack of options sometimes because people <laughs> just want a left-arm seamer in their squad, and they always end up having Jaydev Unadkar uh, some somehow unsold, and that's why he makes. a lot of money i think that's my assessment of it <laughs> i mean it could be but i mean let's see uh, i think a lot rests on his shoulder uh, as far as the bowling department goes this season but so, that is by default right mayuk right i don't think jaydev unadkat is say anything exceptional even when you compare him to say someone like khalil ahmed for example no, i don't no, think no, there no. is he, much he, of a difference yeah i don't think he is very exceptional uh, but uh, you know you know i mean here is a situation where you have five frontline seamers in a squad of about 25 uh who and you have varun aran and dhawal kulkarni as senior indian pacers in there uh they have not been doing that well of late so i mean he has to take the responsibility i mean uh, he i don't think he has any choice 
but wouldn't you just go for the raw pace of varunaren rather than risking jaydev unadkat like Haan, on a I bad mean, day well you know if there uh, the rajasthan royals home ground is known to have uh, like a very slow pitch uh, in the sense slow in the sense uh, uh, not not eden gardens kind of slow but no but eden gardens rather now is actually a quick deck like in the last couple of seasons yeah. has turned out yeah. to be a green deck agreed yes last couple of seasons it has changed but you know i mean from my perspective uh, i think he has a lot to do jaydev munadkar i mean who knows i mean he's a young indian player coming up maybe he takes yeah. the initiative yeah. as well so he's not he's uh, the pitch over there is not as slow as ferosha kotla maybe but then it's it's pretty much uh, decent for fast bowlers but a few seasons in between jaipur has this habit of turning out to be green when you don't expect it to like a couple of seasons in between i remember jaipur was actually quite quick yeah yeah, yeah. uh it 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 has that uh, you know uh, odd uh, pitch or the odd seasons wherein it suddenly turns out that fast fast bowlers are having a great season and that is when uh, yeah, it's not, tends to lose the season as well yeah <laughs> it's not it's not like uh, chidambaram stadium or or the yeah, yeah. one at ferosha gotla it's not as bad as those ones yeah <laughs> so But, uh, yeah my yeah, go ahead Yeah I mean uh, you know for the IPL uh, there's no need to create extra hype but you know mm-hmm. just just again because it is IPL I'll just create this extra hype have you guys heard of Aryaman Birla Yes 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 uh, yeah, so, he is uh, the left hand batsman and um, you know uh, he yes, he has been pretty good He has been pretty good for Madhya Pradesh and uh, I and I feel that not many of our listeners would know that he's actually Kumar Mangalam Birla's son who took to playing cricket instead mm-hmm. of directly going into business so i mean i don't know i mean i i uh, he has some good he has a good reputation behind him uh, for madhya pradesh and uh, you know let's hope he gets a chance in there see how it does see how it does and don't I, rajasthan I, also have uh, shubham ranjane from mumbai like yes, the yes. mumbai ranjit player i think he is someone to watch out for he has had a good ranji season last couple of years oh okay So about continuing about Aryaman Billa I still remember seeing his first uh, century uh, in the uh, first class tournament uh, you know, Yes uh, that that was last November. year right Yeah yes, back yes. in November So it, it was uh, pretty good well paced out and uh, with with good amount of patience but yes so he still uh, yet to prove into the T20 uh, uh, big time but yeah he will surely be uh, the the point where you know many people will be watching to him because of his uh, basically yeah. name if i say <laughs> yes yes i mean that's unfortunate for him that he will be he'll have that pressure on him but you know with this young guys of kohli generation uh, you know they 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 might they might actually be really good they don't even care if it's the uh, boxing day test at melbourne cricket ground the way <laughs> mayank agarwal turned up on that first day you never yeah, know right absolutely like, phenomenal yeah. right? absolutely phenomenal Yeah yeah. So so to wind up uh, Rajasthan Royals any any particular players that you uh, guys are excited about uh, Mayuk Um I I really want uh, this chap Sanju Samson to do well. I mean he has the capability he has shown that in patches in the past. I mean I hope he can put together one strong season. um uh, because yes, uh, plus he the, has uh, he has been backed by many good uh, senior players like rahul dravid as well right absolutely yes i mean he has the talent he has shown that in patches you know it's not that we are still waiting to see what he has i mean he has huge capabilities he is a big hitter 
the question is you know how cool a head he can keep on his shoulders at at third at late in the tournament especially so and the wicket keeping scene in indian for the indian national team after the world cup is going to be wide open uh, i don't think uh, parthiv patel dinesh karthik these guys will be getting a chance for a long time so mm-hmm. now you have now you have rishab pant uh perhaps uh, ishan kishan knocking on the doors purely based on batting capabilities mm-hmm. uh i think uh, sanju samson has to prove a point here and he he can he can make a case for himself yes and uh, so aditya any any particular player that you are looking out for in rajasthan for this year's 2019 ipl yeah, i'd go the other way so i as i said i am actually looking at steven smith and how he does like from the world cup perspective and not the ipl per se then also with rahane if he has a good season to begin with you never know like the number 4 spot in the indian team is up for grabs and then i'm particularly interested in the two fast bowlers jofra archer and oshin thomas hmm. think if they have a good season i think rajasthan will end up having a good season so uh, as per me the four overseas player who can be uh, the part of the playing four in the initial phase basically is steven smith of course and then uh, josh butler I think uh, I think Oshin Thomas will uh, make it over there and uh, the fourth one uh, being uh, Ben uh, Stokes you know uh, so uh, so these four players what do you guys think Smith might not actually make it I have a feeling like the beginning of this tournament Smith may not make it because uh, Rahane and Smith are similar players in the in terms of their style so if they have to go for three overseas batsmen it will be butler stokes and turner for some reason i think hmm. i mean by style you are you are talking about big hitting or uh, they are they are more conventional batsmen than sloggers in that sense so whether and if at all they play both rahane and smith they'll have to both be right at the top which means butler cannot open for them so it might turn out that smith may not end up starting yeah, the tournament smith has always uh, smith has over the years come to known as to as a one down batsman so he can always come out there yeah but if you remember i think he used to uh, didn't he open for uh, pune in that one yes, season when they got to the finals he did but then recently in uh, the canada t20 global league which he played you know mm-hmm. over there he used to usually come one down yeah. or two down uh, so he's it's not like he is you know that richard mar kl rahul kind of a player who needs to be in the uh, opening uh, slot uh, then that means like archer may not be able to play in that sense so mm-hmm. this is a slightly trickier overseas selection scenario than so mumbai you're betting you're betting high on ashton turner probably because they need some hitting power in the middle order which seems to be lacking mm-hmm. what about you mayu um i would go with uh, jaws butler at the top uh jaws mm-hmm. butler and rahane at the top uh that would mean steve smith missing out in the early days depending upon how the team is doing um i would also keep ben stokes in the bench for now that's because i would just go with some pace of oshane thomas uh so for internationals i'll have jaws butler oshain thomas um jofra archer and you know uh, i would just stick my neck out and go for ish sodhi um he's a tall leg spinner and it is possible that he'll get some purchase in the jaipur track so it's I'm interesting <laughs> it's I'm, interesting if, uh, leaving out ben stokes and going for uh, ish sodhi <laughs> Uh yes I I would start with that you know uh yes Ben Stokes is a devastating player 
but then uh, i mean just by recent trends i mean wrist spinners are doing all the things in the world right now so why not start the first two matches with isodi and it also depends on where they are playing so if say they have a game at eden gardens probably pick stokes ahead of sodi in that mm-hmm. case so one last question to you guys uh Stuart Binney is still in this squad. Do you think he will make it to playing 11? I hope not. I think he played already played a few matches too many last year. I hope he doesn't repeat. So I think RR should keep him out out of the 11. I mean, I don't want him to see anywhere near any squad. Uh, I hope, I hope he does not play for Rajasthan Royals because by chance he plays well then he might have again someone backing him to be in the indian playing 11 i do not want to see him in the indian national setup at all so that's the reason i would want him out of rajasthan royals 11 as well wasn't he in the world cup squad for 2015 uh i don't I, remember i, I think yes. i i think so yeah. he so he is a player who somehow manages to be in uh, the important squads and uh, he he just squeezes in into those uh, world cup squads or the every ipl team I mean, he had he has a test test series in england for god's sake so i mean if if you can if you can call uh, if you can call hardik pandya a poor man's kapil dev then i would call uh, stuart bini a poor man's hardik pandya true <laughs> that that's a good one so any final thoughts on uh, rajasthan royals um hopefully top 4 uh, i look forward to seeing them in the top 4 i think they'll crash out in the playoffs yeah. i'm 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 betting that uh, rajasthan royals this year will make it uh, to uh, top 4 along with uh, you no know, teams like chennai and mumbai this team is surely one uh, team which will be definitely knocking that top 4's door So they are uh, they are yeah. yeah just uh, on a closing note they are definitely top four material but uh, the fact that Butler and Stokes leave midway all the time is kind of unsettling for a side so mm-hmm. that's my only worry yeah I mean so with Rajasthan Royals we are kind of like iffy right hopefully top four but maybe they will not. I mean thankfully we I mean we are not talking about Delhi Capitals right now in this episode because <laughs> if it was Delhi Capitals then the argument will be bottom 2 or bottom 4 <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> so so I have already uh, recorded one episode on Delhi Capitals and uh, uh, what I saw from that uh, the squad is they always like every year they have a good uh, squad but then uh, you know with Delhi Capitals it's always the same they always have a good playing uh playing 11 but unfortunately they never never make it to playing top 4 they are never able to retain their top players so they have cricketers who come out yeah. of delhi and they, then they go they, end up playing for someone yeah. else they actually have a good young core you know i mean hmm. the last year they have they started with this young core and they have retained it this season but that's all another topic let's talk about it at a later time point <laughs> sure sure so guys uh, thank you for uh, joining me on today's episode uh, aditya and mayuk really a big thanks to you all thank you thank you hamid for having us Welcome. we had we had we had a lot of fun uh, talking about mumbai indians and uh, rajasthan royals it so, might actually we might actually end up watching the ipl this year because of this <laughs> great yeah, great yeah. so uh, uh we we might have you soon enough uh, when if you at all choose to watch this year edition of uh, ipl all right so um it was good having you here 
So, listeners, uh, this is uh, me, Hamid Sheikh, Hamid Sheikh, <laughs> excuse me, uh, signing off. But uh, if you are interested in see watch in listening to a Delhi uh, episode, it will be released uh, tomorrow. So, do watch out for that as well. Um, but this is me, Hamid Sheikh, signing off from today's episode. Have a great cricketing day. <laughs>